You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Have you ever wondered what it would have been like to be a Sith near the height of their power, coming into his own, or perhaps a bounty hunter when the universe was rife with bounty, or even a Jedi at one of their mini peaks? Well, there's one game that'll let you do all of that, and it's uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, the massively multiplayer online role-playing game, sort of follow-up to Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, we are talking about Swirl Tour today, uh, continuing our Knights of the Old Republic series. I'm here with the one and only Christian Ashley. That's right. And I am TJ Blackwell, of course. <laughs> and uh, I took the lead for this one because I have played the game and Christian has not. Yes. I, I have, have not watched played a couple it. people play, yeah. but I have not myself played it. Yeah, I haven't played it all the way through. I'm not, you know, like a current expansion player, but I've done a, f- a couple of the classes stories. They're all really good, but let's talk about it. So originally, I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, Nazi World Republic was supposed to have a third entry. Yes. And it got scrapped for reasons that I'm not entirely sure of. You know, I, I think it things. was just business dealings and with LucasArts, yeah. the change they were making there, uh, amongst other things. And I think they saw more money in an MMORPG. So I think yeah. that took precedence. Yeah, the game, they announced it in 2008, which, you know, already for the release of KOTOR, way off base, you know. It only takes like a year and a half to make a good KOTOR game. <laughs> but uh, it came out in 2011 and just... It was the fastest growing MMO of all time. Wow. Yeah, they had over a million subscribers in the first three days it was released, which is huge for an MMO. Massive. Uh, that, you know, back in the day, you didn't really get numbers like that unless you were World of Warcraft, which, you know, still to this day kind of gets those numbers. But uh, the Old Republic has remained profitable uh, for the past 12 years. So it's still running. Yeah. No, they're, they're still expanding it. The oh new my expansion gosh. came out not long ago. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I remember when they first announced this and I was so upset because I'm not yeah. uh, I'm not a get along with others kind of gamer unless there are people inside the house playing it with me. Yeah. But I thought yeah, this, this will last like five or six years. It's like, nope, I was dead wrong. Yeah. The rest of time, actually, it seems like. <laughs> but uh, no, actually, I... I only played solo. Uh, my roommate did have a guild. He played. He did the whole, you know, actual MMO part. Uh, I was there for the RPG, which is viable. You can play it that way. Hmm. So check it out. You know, try it. If you're not an MMO guy, if you don't like making friends online, give it a shot. It is still pretty fetch questy because it is an MMO. Uh, so that gets a bit tedious. But the the stories in the game are all so good. They're all also really funny. They're hilarious. All of them. They all have their moments. And what would you say is your favorite out of that? What made uh, you laugh the most? Specific examples? I can't. Okay. But uh, pretty much. There's just that many? There's so many. The The entire like Sith Assassin class storyline, hilarious. Whoever wrote that was just, you know, they're just writing a funny guy and they knew it. Wait, was that the, the agent or the Inquisitor? Uh, Inquisitor. Okay. Because like yeah. if there had been a class I would have played as, especially since I learned you can play a light-sided one, which I think is really interesting, it would have been that yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, you're not actually, despite your your class choice, you're not locked to a morality. 
So like you can play a, a you know, light side Sith Inquisitor. Sort of. You're still Sith. Uh, but that is an option presented to you. Now, I I do I really do recommend it has been a while since I played it. MMOs still aren't for me. But it's it's a great game. It really is. It, it's really fun. It's really Star Wars-y. You can feel it. It feels like being in Star Wars. And there's a lot of cool things you can do. I don't, like, I'm not sure how universal they are to MMOs, but you, know, you can own an apartment, get pets, cars. Cars is fun. Yeah, having your own speeder is, is awesome. Uh, I think when I got mine, I spent a good two hours just riding it around. <laughs> Naturally. But if you have time and the curiosity, I, I recommend checking it out. You can play it for free. Uh, and it only lets you create, I think it only lets you make two of the classes for free. You have to subscribe. But once you subscribe, you can make one character in each class. And then when you're no longer subscribed, they don't take those characters away from you. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah. So you could pay $16. And make your eight characters and then never pay again. I, you know, I'm not encouraging it. <laughs> we would never do that. No, but they're, they still make their money. Well, they have to be for it to have lasted this long. Yeah. Yeah. Other people other people pay for the game. But yeah, no, there are some people who have been playing for you know the past 12 years, which is insane. But yeah, really- Some marriages don't last that long. Yeah. Not these days. <laughs> But the uh, the last expansion actually came out a little over a year ago, which, I mean, they've had seven or eight. Uh, it takes you through. Uh, originally, it was about the uh, the hut cartel. You're trying to take down the huts. Ooh. Because uh, everybody played through the main game so fast. You know, a couple of years later, they're like, well, here's this new story to play. And I did get a little bit into that one, but MMOs just really aren't my style. So, but... You can get straight into it. You can, uh, I think, I know the Fallen Empire expansion, you can just start and it will set you to like level 50. It's like you don't have to go through the slog of leveling up just to do the expansion. But uh, that means you could literally start anywhere with that Mm -hmm. at level 50, like as a consular or what have you. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's really cool. And there's actually some really, really good stories in Sotor. There's just a lot of them. There's so many. Well, let's and get into you, the, like the background of it all. Like, yeah. why is this happening right now? Right now? Yeah. Like, how is this? Why is the galaxy back to Sith versus Jedi? So no little bare bones of that. The uh, Sotor takes place after an like an uneasy alliance between the Sith and the Republic. It's like I don't even remember the grounds on which the alliance was formed. Sounds ridiculous to me. Um, there's a reason this is the old Republic and not, you know, just the Republic. <laughs> it fell for a reason. Yes. Yeah. So, but you can actually, uh, man, what was I about to say? Dang. You can't do anything actually. Apparently I lied. <laughs> um, it's nothing about the, the Republic and well, you know, the peace treaty. Uh, you can play as a pure blood Sith, which is That's like right. one of my favorite races in star Wars. Cause it's, you know, like cultural appropriation. It's like, before they went extinct. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's before they went Mechano extinct. Legend. You can play as one. Go ahead. Yeah, you can you can play as a Jedi Sith. Wow. That's cool. Because like in the old continuity of legends, like the Sith were actually a race first. I mean, there was always like 
dark wielders of the force before, but eventually along the way, the Sith were discovered. And that's when we get the Sith, you say cultural appropriation is probably the best term for that. Yeah. Is that they came in, used the dark side and say, okay, we rule now. Yeah. Pretty much that, but they're really cool. One of my favorite races of all time, actually. Right, right behind like the fish people who live on Manan. The Southcath? Yes, the Southcath. Okay. Yeah. It is my understanding at this point, there's been like a, before this game begins, like there's been like this cold war between the Republic and the Sith and Satele Shan is the granddaughter of Bastila and Revan or something like that. Great granddaughter somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. It always confused me when I was young because I thought they were the same person. <laughs> oh, like Satil and Bastila were just the same oh, and they changed her oh, name for fun. Teal. I always call her Satil. Okay. Well, I don't know either way, but I, I can only, I've only ever read these words, but like, yeah, it's just like, how did the galaxy get back to this after what happened? Cause we find in, I don't know if you've read the, uh, the tie-in novel in between KOTOR 2 and uh, Swarter. Swarter. I don't think I have. It's uh, not his best work. The Capirian writing? I think he did. But there's some divisive things that happen there to the Exile and Revan. And I know Revan comes back at some point in time, too, as like a DLC or something for this mm-hmm. game. Because yeah, like his spirit the- has been around or something, or he's yeah, been in like stasis. Yeah, one of the expansions was uh, the the story of Revan. Something like that. Because HK-47 comes back in that, does he not? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, for, for basically what happens is that uh, Revan has made contact with the original Sith in the novel, and the exile went to go help him out, and she, like him, like they essentially f- managed to stall the Sith for a couple hundred years, but at the cost of, I think, uh, what happens to the exile? I think... I think she dies, but like her spirit remains bound to the place. Or maybe that was Revan. I, I might have them switched up. And then, yeah, it, it's a wild ride. It's not my favorite by any stretch of the imagination, but it's like, couldn't you just keep the galaxy fixed for like five minutes here? Yeah. You know, they got they got a couple years. Uh, they made a treaty, and then the treaty collapsed into a Cold War. And then Darth Malgus attacked the Jedi Temple and, and killed a bunch of people. Now that trailer... Was yeah, one of the greatest. I, I watched that one. That was pretty nice. Yeah, one of one of the greatest Star Wars fight scenes of all time. Uh, honestly, all of them, all of the not, the Old Republic trailers are amazing, and each of them deserve to be watched. So, if yeah, you're listening, you haven't seen them all, go check them out. Yeah, I can't say I've watched any beyond that one, but like, if this were like what the old games had been, like I would have been a day one buyer, like for the past ones. But like, once again, we know my holdups with MMOs and other people. Even yeah. though it is fun to find out you can't play this game solo and it doesn't like, you know, hinder you to do so, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's easier if you have friends, but, you know, just put on your best gaming headset and get to work. But it, it does scale for your party. So Okay. There, there are some things that are restricted to groups, like uh, flashpoints. You have to be in a group, uh, but I don't think flashpoints are that fun. So Now, what is a flashpoint? It's kind of like a mini raid. Okay. Know? Yeah. Each flashpoint has a different objective and you're in a group to kind of, it's like a, it's just like an optional mission. Like it, it was cool, but the main story in these games is, is really what it's all about for me. Right, now you mentioned playing as a pure blood Sith, but like, uh, I know humans are an option. Chiss were an option. I was very 
I wasn't happy about that for like lore reasons, but like I'm sure a lot of people really like playing as one. What are the races am I missing here? I know that's like a ton. Uh, you can play as uh, Dathomirian Zabrak and Iridonian Zabrak, Twi'leks. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember which races I didn't play as. Because I had a Chiss Bounty Hunter. The mirror look are an option. Okay. Uh, man, it's it's a big list. It's bigger than every other Star Wars game. But, you know, to be yeah. fair, most of them you just get slated as a human and that's it. You don't really get a choice. Yeah. But if, if you want to put yourself in Star Wars, that's that's the way you do it, is the Old Republic. Because me personally, I am, I'm a Twi'lek at heart. <laughs> but uh, you, you can play as a Cathar, a cyborg, which is cool. It's not even like a Star Wars thing. <laughs> uh, Nautilin? Merillion. Okay, this Merillion. Does Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ratataki. Togruta. Uh, mm-hmm. And Togruta and Sith. Okay. Yeah. So it had been Shakti before um, the newest Clone Wars came out, then Ahsoka Tano after for those looking for reference points. Yeah. For boomers, uh, Shakti. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even remember what the Ratataki are. I'm pretty sure they're like specific to the Old Republic's setting. Well, that, that's what Asajj Ventress's race is. Is it? Yeah. Really? Well, in the original canon, I think they have since changed her. Yeah, yeah. Clone Wars changed a little bit of that. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what happens, but she might be Pure Knight's sister. I'd mm-hmm. have to look it up. Yeah, I know you can only play as one if you do one of the Sith classes, though. Okay. Yeah, unless I think if you like have a, a like a legacy character, uh, you know, like they get like basically a child. And that one can be any any uh class. Hmm. So uh the system's really in depth. The combat feels fun for an MMO, I'll say. Are you more in control of yourself than like Kotor normally is? No. Okay, no, so it's it still actually, dice rolling? It's it is still dice rolling. Okay. Yeah, so like that's still there, that's still fun. No, I just Something about the MMO part of it. It controls pretty much the exact same as Nazi Old Republic. It's just something about it doesn't hit the same for me. Hmm. But they are still constantly updating the game. Uh, I still get emails about it all the time because uh, they want me to give them another $15 for all those characters I paid for. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I got into the game really late. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have internet at home until like, uh, well, never actually, at that home, until I moved out. But I started playing the Old Republic when I was uh, spending a lot more time with Josh, with the mm. bad opinions, Josh Noel, in his yes. apartment. Yeah, I'm just gonna haven't had the chance before, you know. So I was like seven years late to the party. Hey, but, whatever works, man. Yeah, and, you know, I'm still just a noob. I, I'm. I'm probably gonna try to get back into it. Uh, just talking about it made me kind of want to play it again. Okay. But it's a lot of fun, and I highly suggest you check it out. It's definitely worth a try. So what's like this newest expansion? What's it about? The newest one was... Um, so they went through this like big story arc about this new hidden empire, and I want to say the newest one was the last expansion in that arc. Okay. So like this is a hidden empire within the hidden empire of the Sith or something completely separate from the hidden Sith that Revan and Exile were seeking? Oh, the Sith aren't even hidden. Well, well, they were until like the events 
preceding this game, right? Oh, okay, okay. So the Fallen Empire, that's over. That ended a couple years ago. Okay. The most recent one that came out uh, February last year is called Legacy of the Sith. I haven't checked it out, but I'm pretty intrigued. Probably a lot okay. of good lore in there. I have to imagine there's good lore in there. Well, one would hope. Let's see. Right. So you said yeah, you're, that you oh, had... Oh, my God. What was that? Hmm? Sorry? Oh, I'm going to play the game again. <laughs> Go for it. Tell us. Uh, <clears throat> from Wikipedia. In celebration of the game's 10-year anniversary, Legacy of the Sith was revealed as the eighth major expansion on July 2nd, 2021. Uh, the expansion represents a continuation of the storyline from Onslaught, the seventh expansion, where the player pursues Darth Malgus, who is also a great character, by the way. Super intimidating, super cool, great Sith, across the galaxy to uncover his plans while participating in a major battle on the ocean world of Manan. Really? So, it, you know, it keeps going, but I'm definitely going to get back into the game and play Legacy of the Sith. Well, that sounds like it was tailor-made for you. Yeah, they also, they expanded the class options in this. They've added advanced classes like, you know, they did in 2004 for Nazi Old Republic 2. Uh, <laughs> so a little late. But better late than uh, never. Yeah, they also expanded. Uh, a lot of powers are uh, light, dark, locked. So it's not like not to be old republic where you know you could be the purest Jedi ever and force storm your enemies to death. Uh, you did have to like you did have to use the Jedi powers, but not anymore. Is there a mechanics reason behind that? Um, probably not. I have to imagine the world's just likes to keep it separate. But now that's not not the case anymore. So as of Legacy of the Sith, they have at least made it possible to use the other side of the coin's powers. So I'm going to check that out personally uh, as soon as I get the chance. Uh, that is my favorite plan in Nazi Old Republic 1. So, man, I'm excited now. I'm glad we did this. Well, there you go. Yeah. The See, level, they it wasn't the either of our plans to do this. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we haven't really played this game, but we're, we're still going to talk about it because we got no, we'll, it. We'll make it work. Yeah, but I actually, I did read that people think this might have been the most expensive game to ever be developed. Really? Because it was in development for so long and it changed so many times and it is an MMORPG. Uh, there are no solid sources that say how much it cost to make the game. And if you want to be technical, I, I guess... They still are incurring development costs because they keep expanding the game. That's true. We got to figure it's because it's profitable, not because they're just trying to make for, for losses. Because surely they would have given up by by now if it wasn't making them any money. Yeah, yeah. It's it's estimated that they made uh, like 140 million dollars uh, in 2013 on top of the subscription fees. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, there, train still got a whole lot of steam. Yeah, they're doing well for themselves is the point they are yeah like and they they still get new players all the time my my roommate he wasn't a long time player he started last year game's good it's not for me personally but i'm gonna play legacy of the sith so you said you played uh was it bounty hunter and what else yeah i've played a little bit of all of them just okay. because i wanted to you know get all eight and then stop subscribing Yes. Uh, but I, I mostly played uh, Jedi Knight. I think I got him to like level, f uh, not quite the level cap. I was a couple away from my level cap at the time. Uh, but I had a, a Twi'lek uh, Jedi Knight. That was my main, my main guy. 
uh, Sith Inquisitor was the one I started with, but you know, I, for some reason, I would just I really got into the Jedi Knight playthrough. Uh, he was a, a Zabrak, which might be my favorite race. I love Darth okay. Maul. Uh, my Chiss Bounty Hunter, and those are the three that I like played. The rest of them I just kind of have for when I decide to play them. If you're ever in the mood. If I'm ever in the mood, which seems unlikely, but uh, I'm prepared. It's nice to have the option, though. Yeah. Like, if, if nothing on my PS5 is enticing me and nothing on my Steam is enticing me and I don't have anything to read or, or watch and I'm not sleepy or hungry, uh, then I'll definitely play Star Wars The Old Republic. Okay. It's a stunning yeah. review. Hey, I just tell it like it is. I do think it's a great game. It's just not for me. I really hope there aren't like rabid fans listening to this right now. It's just basically been two guys going, huh, that's neat. Huh, yeah. I might play. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you are frothing at the mouth about this episode, I apologize. I'd like to formally invite you to a fist fight. Uh, email me. It'll meet you out right behind the Panera. Yeah. Meet me behind if the Panera. they let him out when he's supposed to be. Yeah. Man, there's a Panera right across the street from, from our store. Uh, from the one that you work at? No, I work at Chipotle. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> Leave it in, Joshua. Leave it in. There's usually a Panera nearby. <sighs> Chipotle, which is what I meant to say. Meet him at the Chipotle. Yeah, look for him at the Panera. You won't find him. Yeah. Like like me. I'll be there. Like, where's TJ? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he promised to fight. You walk in, hey, is TJ, is TJ here? He's like, oh, no one named TJ works here, actually. Yeah, you have the wrong place. Yeah, part of Was the long this a fight? We should call the cops? They're already there. I called them early. <laughs> hey, this idiot thinks I'm at Panera. But yeah, um, I do think, I think they still should make That's Your Republic 3, personally. But if, if you're one of those guys who has the deep, deep old Republic itch and the books just don't scratch it for you. This is the perfect route. Yeah. Um, as far as this is concerned, like, I'm sorry guys. Like I, I have very little to say on it. Like I'm, I'm grateful it exists for other people to, to play and to navigate and to make their own characters and explore the star Wars world. I'm grateful for some of the lore it's added some of it, not so much, but at the end of the day, like it's legends anyway, now, unfortunately. So can't really have too much to say on that and i am i know it's going to be like four or five years down the road unfortunately but whenever that remake of knights of the old republic comes out yeah as long as you know there's no like logistical issues or uh extremely bad bugs it's probably a day one purchase for me yeah i was uh i was actually in my email before we started recording and i, I typed in kotor just to make sure we didn't already have an episode link and uh, I, an email from Asper Media showed up, and it made me cry a little. I was like, oh, please, please just Don't finish give me the hope. remake. But, uh, you know, longstanding legal battle aside, it's good. The game is good. That's about all we can do for you. It, it's got great storylines. It's got great writing. Maybe you'll enjoy it more than us, and, and you'll be able to stick to it. And if so, please let us know. Like, hey, I listen to you idiots mumble on for... Uh, 20 minutes instead of your normal length episodes about how this game exists. And I decided to try it out and I really liked it. It's like, thank you for, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that motivated you, but you know what? Go for it. Yeah, uh, more power to delightful. you. So like tell us on Facebook or discord or what have you. 
We'd love to hear it. Yeah, that's the goal. Uh, we are trying to get you into it. We don't have to be into it. Do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> Definitely worthwhile expansion to the Star Wars lore. Check it out. It's free. Play it. Play it at least once. But do you got uh, anything else to say, Christian? As far as uh, the Old Republic is concerned, no. Well, this is... Uh, do you have any recommendations for, for the good audience? Well, if we want to talk about something more positive right now that I've actually am legitimately playing right now, then Jedi Survivor. Check it out. Uh, I, I know there's been some issues for people with PC. I don't have a laptop good enough for that right now. So I'm playing it on PS5. I'm grateful for that. It has been a ton of fun. Like you get to keep like most of what you gained from the last game without having to have an old save file or anything like that. It's kind of the anti-Kingdom Hearts in that regard. You don't restart at level one. You keep some of your force techniques and some of the gadgets you got along the way. BD1 can still hack into things a lot easier than he could in the first game. I'm about, I think about halfway through it right now. And I'm really enjoying it. So Jedi Survivor gets two thumbs up right now for me. Yeah, I have to back that up. As someone who is not halfway through it right now, not even close. I've got like 11 hours. Uh, great game. Maybe game of the year. But Bold statement. I appreciate it. Maybe game of the year. Dead Island 2 was a little disappointing. Really? Yeah. You know, there's a, it's just schlocky fun. Dead Island was a little bit more than that. Okay. But, I haven't played either one, but I know my brother swears oh, by the first one. So good. Great game. But we would like to thank you so much, uh, dearly beloved followers. If you're not following, please consider doing so. Uh, and if you would like to hear more from us, you can go to our website, systematicecology.org. Or, yeah. Click hosts, click the names. You can hear all of our better episodes. And um, we're all the chosen people. Uh, Priest of the Geeks. Uh, anything you got to say, Christian? <laughs> Just leave it, it right there. It's yeah, so that's bad. it. Nah. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazao Ministries podcast network.